Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for our weekly game of fantasy. Uh, First and second half dose of your calls with Jamie Eisenberg of CBSSports.com, CBSHQ, and of course CBS Sports Radio. I on Fantasy Football on Saturday nights at 10 on the network here. Check it out tomorrow night. How you doing, Jamie? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing better than Antonio Brown. Uh, so, uh, what do you? What does that do to fantasy teams? How many people actually are rolling with this guy and now are like doubly burned by him? Uh, well, I mean, everybody was rolling with him, you know, on their rosters. It's now a situation where you're probably going to drop him, or at least you should. Uh, I don't anticipate him playing anymore in the NFL this year, and maybe not ever again. So, you know, it's not worth holding on to in seasonal leagues in dynasty leagues and long-term keeper formats if you want to see what happens to him moving forward you can certainly do that but uh i don't know if we're ever going to see him you know play uh in this league again is that your gut feeling that he may never play again yeah i think it's you know he's burned uh you know bridges with three franchises and physically if you burn the bridge in new england it's it's probably a telling sign that most teams are not going to give you a second chance because they're one of the more forgiving franchises so uh, it'd be a surprise if, you know, somebody kicks the tires on him at, at 31 years old and the salary that he's in the command. But, you know, the NFL is one of those leagues where if they feel you can help them win, they're, they'll take a chance on you. But just given everything that we've seen from him and what this pending investigation is, it's going to be very difficult to see him get a job again. And what about if he did get a job, like uh, he was at $30 million, then $15 million. What would he be worth then, a million dollars at best? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, it's a prove it deal. You know, if he's going to sign somewhere, it's going to be, you know, let me show I can go out and still play at a high level and then hopefully get a contract, you know, for a two, three year, four year situation, you know, in 2020. But, um, you know, again, at 31 years old and, and the comments that he's made this offseason, you, know, you go back to that interview with ESPN with Jeff Starlington where he said, I'm fine walking away from the game. Now's the time to prove it. You know, so if he's really comfortable with uh, everything he's accomplished and, and knowing that he may not get another chance, then he, he may be done. There you have it. All right, you can uh, call now. You get a bunch of phone calls now. First half, second half. We'll do uh, double segments like we always do. Jamie Eisenberg is the best at fantasy. You got questions. Who to start, who to sit, who to deal, what to do with your league and your team. Call now, 855-212-4227. Everybody doing good? Jamie, you're doing good? I'm doing great. Uh, Carver, I, how you doing tonight? You doing good? Excellent. Hey, what about you, Mavi? You doing good tonight? Fantastic. I just want to say I'm doing miserable tonight because Antonio Brown has given me an earache and a stomachache, and uh, I literally hate him dead. So he's ruined my team. So I hate him dead, and it's ruined my mood. So I'm not doing well. But uh, just for that matter, that everybody else is doing well, now no one has to ask us how we're doing because they know that all three of these guys are doing great and I'm doing crappy. So now that we have that out of the way, don't ask how we're doing. Trey in New York. One point PPL, I need a flex. Uh, James White, Tyrell Williams, Edo Smith, or James Washington? I'd go James White. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a renewed Patriots offense with some targets that are now available. So I get the impression just how the Patriots tend to operate, that they're going to say we don't need Antonio Brown. Brady will be fine. Passing game will be fine. Opponent stinks. They're at home. 
it all sets up for uh, you know a big offensive day for the Patriots. And I think James White will have the best opportunity. There you go. Uh, have a good weekend, Trey. Brandon in California. Hey, Scotty, can you pour me a beer? We're doing better than AB2. Get him a beverage. There you go. Uh, thank you. My man. Yeah, question, Jamie. Uh, who would you start this week and possibly the rest of the season? Uh, who has better upside, David Montgomery or on Johnson? That's a great question. I hope it's on Johnson, just given what the draft value was. and We'll find out with the release of C.J. Anderson. We'll open up some opportunities for him. I would lean toward him in a PPR league over Montgomery this week, but I'd go with Montgomery in a non-PPR league just because I think the matchup's better for him against Washington. But rest of the season, I'd still say carry on Johnson. All right, there yep. you go. Uh, there you go, Brandon. Uh, Esteban in Illinois. Hey, Jamie, I'm a big fan. Um, I prepared for Antonio Brown leaving, so right now I, I need someone to uh, start in the flex. Made some a ton of trades, had to trade Dalvin Cook, you know, to make a stronger team. But uh, who should I start in the flex? Should I go with uh, Brent Gore this week or Nelson Aguilar or roll the dice with a potential shootout with uh, Nicole Hardman? Thank you so much, and Godspeed. My man. Yeah, all, all, all decent options. I mean, Gore is uh, going to get a boost with Singletary out. Aguilar gets a big boost without, you know, Deshaun Jackson and most likely Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Hardman's a wild card just because, you know, the, the Chiefs, I think, will get a little bit more out of Sammy Watkins this week. So I lean toward Aguilar. You know, I think the setup for him is, is fantastic. Uh, he's got a pretty good track record of every time his targets are up, that the numbers follow. That's not a, a, a strange theory when you think about most receivers. But I like the, you know, the game flow and the expectation for him against the Lions. That could be a shootout as well. All right, there you go, Esteban. Uh, Kerry in South Dakota, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jamie. Uh, I got two quick DFS questions for you. Uh, I know Dave was talking about his interest in Will Fuller this week after he's had two kind of duds. Um, with the news about um, the Chargers secondary, what do you think about a, um, a Houston stack with Watson and Fuller in DFS, and then what do you think about the free space with Deontay Johnson with the news coming out that he's going to get a lot of work? I mean, uh, you know, both good scenarios. You know, Fuller could certainly have a big blow-up play. He's the type of tournament, you know, chance you want to take because any given week he could score, you know, on a, on a 50, 60-yard reception and in some cases two of them. So it's not a bad play there uh, to go with the stack of Watson and, and, uh, and Fuller. And then Johnson, like you said, uh, used the term free space because he's cheap. And so I think we'll see him get more playing opportunity. It's not a bad roll of the dice just to see what happens. But, you know, you're relying on inexperienced quarterback, rookie wide receiver. You know, so uh, if you're just looking for a cheap option, yes. If you're looking for a little bit more consistency, you might want to go a different route. All right, Kerry. Uh, Abdul in Dallas on the ticket. You're on a bench. Hey, Jamie. Big fan of you, Dave, Adam, Heath. Uh, love listening to y'all's podcast. I got Thank two you. questions. Uh, you're welcome. I got two questions for two different leagues, similar players. Uh, my league of record, I'm 0-2. I got Lamar Jackson, and I want you to tell me what you think about the trade I just made. And I traded Tyreek Hill for Marquise Brown straight up, and that's the league I'm 0-2. In another league, I have Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown, and Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. Rest of season, which pairing do you like better? Because I'm trying to – uh, create a trade where I pair both of those two guys for a elite running back, i.e. 
Barkley, Elliott, Kamara. So what do you think about the first question with the trade? And then what do you think about the second scenario I'm currently in right now? I mean, in terms of the, the Tyreek Hill trade in the first one, I, I get it. You're owing to, you got to win now. You know, Tyreek may come back next week. You know, the fact that he's out of a sling, it may be another three, four weeks. So, you know, you're capitalizing on what should be a great play in Marquise Brown. So I don't love it just in terms of value for value, but in your current situation, it does make sense. And then I would still try and shop both Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown and hold on to Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. There's just a higher ceiling for the Chiefs guys, given what we saw last year, given what we're seeing right now. And hopefully Tyreek is back soon. So if you can hold on to the Chiefs guys, that's the way to go. But again, understanding if you need to get an elite running back now, you may be able to capitalize more on trading Mahomes and trading Tyreek Hill. So uh, you're in good shape either way, you know, as long as you get off that 0 2 Schneid and, and get a win this week. Why? Uh... Why Sid Cousins against uh, Oakland when they're playing at home? They usually play pretty well at home. He doesn't throw. I mean, they're sort of giving you the blueprint of what they want to be, which is kind of what we expected in in the Stefanski, um, you know, Kubiak offense of just wanting to run the ball. So I think it's going to be a lot of Dalvin Cook. I I think you can get the same type of production from Cousins that you got in week one with more attempts. He only threw 10 passes in week one. But I don't see him going for, you know, 302 unless it's just the let's get our passing game going and open things up. But I just don't know if that's the offense Mike Zimmer wants to run. Well, Jay in New Jersey, you're on with Jamie Eisenberg. What's good, guys? So, Jamie, um, I have uh, Kenny Galladay starting over Edelman. So, obviously, now with the news of AB and whatnot, should I uh, swap that position and have uh, Edelman start over Galladay. It's a PPR league, and my number one receiver is uh, Juju. What do you think? I may go both those guys over Juju, to be honest with you. Um, you know, not that Juju's going to be, be bad, but, you know, Galladay, as we saw last week, when they feature him, he's going to have a chance to have some blow-up spots, and the Eagles secondary, the Eagles defense as a whole, not playing very well and, and, and a little bit banged up. I know it's risky to bench Juju, and, and the numbers suggest that when the targets are up for receivers against San Francisco, the numbers pop. So, if you want to go that route and keep Juju in there, then I think you bench Galladay because I just think that this is a, a Patriots offense that's going to come out and say, we don't need Antonio Brown. We're at home against the Jets. We can do whatever we want. And this is a you know sort of a get-right game for Edelman. So I think Edelman is the must-start guy. Uh, you could say Juju's the second guy or Galladay either way. So if you feel more comfortable with Juju, go with Juju. Uh, there you go. Eight five five two one two four two two seven to get on with Jamie. A-Train in Columbus here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, guys, I got a, I got A.B., so obviously I got to drop him. But I also got Mike Evans and Latavius Murray I'd like to get your opinion on. On available free agency, I have Fitzgerald, Emmanuel Sanders, Tyrell Williams, and Matt Breida, Brandon Cooks. So, you know, those are my options. Well, it sounds like you're in a very shallow league of all those guys are available. I, I, I take a shot on Fitzgerald right now just because he's, you know, looking like he's 26 as opposed to 36, and, and the new offense in Arizona has definitely been a good thing for him. So, Ride the hot hand in, in a good matchup this week at home against the Panthers. The the slot receiver against the Panthers has been very good each of the first two games. Last week it was Chris Godwin. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I would just uh, I would go that route, and and, and AB is the one that's got to go. There you go. Uh, we'll come back with the second half and your calls all with Jamie Eisenberg. Don't forget to check him out tomorrow night on CBS Sports Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern with Eye on Fantasy Football. 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. Jamie Eisenberg's with us. Uh, you can catch his show on the network Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, and you can see all the uh, great stuff he does on CBSSports.com, on CBS HQ, 
He really is everywhere. He's omnipresent, uh, and he's been on the bench for years and years. Uh, we're working on two decades with this guy. Literally, it's it's getting to that point. It's like a marriage. It's like I'm like his wife. Dave in Wisconsin, you're on with Jamie. I hope you signed a prenup, my friend. Hey, can't wait for you guys to hit Green Bay, man. Now, that was good. Old fashions and brats. Get him. Oh, well, so I haven't heard anything yet about it, anything uh, going to Lambeau. So, I don't know. That was maybe a lot of hype. Well, we're in Madison, man. We're looking forward to it. But, hey, I got Le'Veon Bell, man. Now the third string quarterback. I offered a trade. And I think I took it. May take it. I lost Drew Brees. Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and Joe Mixon. And he wants for me Le'Veon Bell and um, Keenan Allen. And a Messi to Carver High from all Milwaukee Bucks fans, fear the deer. Go ahead, uh, Jamie. I mean, look, the, the receivers in, in the end can end up being a wash. Uh, the hope for you would have to be that Mixon bounces back, which I think he can. You know, it's just been a little bit of a struggle, obviously, with the ankle injury. So if you're in that desperate need of a quarterback and there's nobody on waivers, it's not a bad trade for you to make. There you go. Um, and then Marcus in Oregon. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, lost Drew Brees, just like the last caller. 0-2, and I need a good day out of my receivers. So I'm going to give you a pick two out of three. Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I think you missed McLaurin this week. It's a tough matchup against the Bears. I think this is the breakout game for Mike Evans. You know, he typically has played well against the Giants. You heard what Norris Dickens said. You know, it's hard to cover somebody for 10 seconds because they have no pass rush. So, I think this is the game that Winston gets going, that Evans gets going, hopefully O.J. Howard gets going, but the Giants are sort of that cure-all for a lot of offenses, and I think it will be the same thing for the Bucs. All right, Marcus, uh, 855-2124-CBS. Mike in Texas, you're on with Jamie. Hey, PPR League, and I'm stuck on tight end position between Ingram with Daniel Jones and Waller playing against the Minnesota defense, and also um, I want to get your thoughts on Hawkinson. Uh, do you think he's a bust? Or do you think he'll uh, come out on top at, at the end of the season? Thanks. I would lean toward him coming out on top at the end of the season. Look, he's a rookie tight end that's going to struggle. He's in an offense that has uh, you know a lot of mouths to feed, but there's going to be a lot of great games as we saw in week one. So, um, you know, if you're carrying all three, you probably want to make a trade. Uh, for this week, I would play Ingram. Just, you know, again, I think you saw the Bucks defense get beat up by Greg Olson last week. In week one, they should have given up at least one, potentially two touchdowns to George Kittle that were called back due to penalty. So I think Ingram is going to be fine with Daniel Jones. I don't think it's going to be a big drop-off from Eli Manning to Jones. It may be an upgrade, uh, which isn't saying very much, you know, just given how this Giants offense has looked. So Ingram is the best tight end you have. Try and trade one of the other two and then, you know, just see what happens moving forward. I think Hawkinson will be fine, though. I think you should be a head coach in the NFL, Jamie, with everything that you know about all the players or at least a GM, you know what I mean, with, like, personnel, uh, decision power. Like, I think you could uh, literally – run an NFL team. I'm I'm a, I'm of the ilk that you could do it. I actually believe in you fully. Other than your other than your Florida Gator ties, I think you're pretty damn smart. Listen, you guys had a big win last week against Bethune. That was uh, that was important for you. Shut um, up. You Shut up before I come down there and beat your face. <laughs> you could be my head coach. I'll be the GM, you be the head coach. All right. Mike in uh, Toronto. Jesus, come on, bro. Really? What are you doing? Dropping the bong? No, no, no. All right, go ahead. You're on. All right, great. Pour me a drink. Pour Get him a beverage. He's dropping his bong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jimmy, I got a flex. My flex, I had Williams. He's injured this week. So I have Ross, 
I think if you're going to look for the the upside play, you know the the ceiling is is probably the highest for John Ross, but I think the floor is pretty low just because the matchup against Buffalo is so tough, and they don't give up big plays, they don't give up long touchdowns very often. Going back to last year, so you might be better off playing Debo Samuel. You know we're going to find out how good this Steelers secondary is right now with the addition of Minka Fitzpatrick. I still think they'll be a little bit beatable. Uh, Garoppolo is going to have to lean on somebody other than George Kittle, and last week it was Debo Samuel, so. I have Ross ranked higher. Again, if you're looking for the highest ceiling, play John Ross. If you're looking for the highest floor, play Debo Samuel. There you go. Um, I just wanted to – can we give him another beer for having the worst phone of the night uh, so far on the show? <laughs> there you go. I mean, that was painful. Mark in Miami. Hey, guys. Didn't uh, be asking this question at the start of the season, but I'm debating now because of the matchups for this week. Mahomes or Dak? Thanks. You know, I, I think you still go Dak. Um, I, you know, we saw we seen two quarterbacks against Miami. You know, one was absolutely amazing in Lamar Jackson. One was still very good in Tom Brady. Just didn't need to do very much, and that could be the case against the Dolphins very often for the rest of the year. But I think Dak at home. This is a you know put up a big number statistically, and and you know sort of pad those stats for the contract situation. That's kind of the way I'm leaning with him. So he's my number two quarterback for this week. Um, Mahomes certainly has a chance to be better. Uh, it, it's tough to bench him. It, it's kind of a, a, a toss-up, a pick-em. Um, you know, but I think Dak may end up having the bigger day. Uh, Matt in Cleveland on the fan. You're on with Jamie Eisenberg. I got a flex for a standard scoring league. Curtis Samuel, Darwin Thompson, or Frank Gore? I think it's Gore. You know, in a standard league, you know, no Devin Singletary. The Bengals' run defense was decent in week one against Seattle and then absolutely atrocious last week at home against San Francisco. And so Gore's probably going to be in, in the 15 to 20 carry range. Uh, they were so happy to get him in the end zone last week. Uh, I could see him scoring again against the Bengals at home. So I'd play Gore. There you go. Uh, Chris in Illinois. Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, so I got uh, Zeke and uh, – Davius Murray right now at my running back. I've been able to hold on to Ebron and Kittle so far this season. I, I've been having to bounce them back and forth, and it's killing me. And Murray's not producing at all. I got a guy that wants to trade me right now, uh, Mark Ingram, for either LeBron or LeBron, Ebron or Kittle. Is that worth it at all, and which one should I do? Uh, please hang up the phone. Don't do anything else. Go straight to your computer and accept Mark Ingram for Eric Ebron right now. That is the trade of all trades that I've heard all week. And do not trade George Kittle. Trade Eric Ebron. He's not going to play very well all season. You to, that's a steal for you. Go hang up the phone. There you go. Hang up the phone. Hurry up and do it. Then go have a drink. Jesse in Youngstown. Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Um, so my question is, Patrick Mahomes, or do I play Tom Brady? You know, I think in this case you play Mahomes. Uh, playing at home against the Ravens, you know, I, I think Brady's got a shot to have a big game against the Jets as well. But, you know, I, it's the highest point total for the week in terms of the Ravens and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are expected to score, you know, 30 of the 50-some-odd points. So I wouldn't get cute here. I'd play Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in fantasy. There you go, Jesse. Have a good weekend. Finally, uh, Dylan in Maine, you're on the bench. Hey, a PPR league, start to sit to 
Tyrell Williams, Mike Williams, Jarvis Landry, Philip Dorsett. Tyrell Williams, I think, is your best bet. I don't love the matchup for him, but he's been playing very well. He's the number one guy there in the offense. And if you want to take a flyer on Dorsett, this is the week to do it. You know, a home game against the Jets, last time we saw him at home was a game against the Steelers when he went off for two touchdowns and four catches and 95 yards. So this could be the uh, we don't need Antonio Brown so we can, you know, use all of our guys that are still here. And Dorsett has been playing very well going back to the end of last year. So I take a chance on Dorsett. All right, Jamie, great stuff this week. Enjoy the games on Sunday. Uh, I've been on fire hitting winners. One last question for you. Do you – Trust either of those gigantic spreads, the 21-and-a-half and the 22-and-a-half in the NFL this week. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the Dolphins are going to be terrible, and the Cowboys at home should blast them, and the same thing with the Patriots. I mean, you know, you're talking about Luke Falk going into Foxborough. That's going to be ugly. Wow, he's landed in both games. There you go, Jamie. Uh, great stuff tonight on the bench. Check him out on Saturday night on Ion Fantasy. You can see everything else at CBSSports.com and on CBS HQ. Thanks, Jamie. Have a great weekend. Go Gators. Right, screw you. Farrellin guy. Can you believe this guy? What's with this guy? Was he funny? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.